Welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter Two. And we're coming a little bit earlier than normal this week. We're actually recording on a Wednesday night and recording, uh, going to get it posted by Thursday morning. And so, because we have an early series this week, because of the holiday, the Easter holiday, we're actually starting a Thursday uh, series and going all the way to Saturday instead of uh, Friday to Sunday. So, a little bit, little bit weird, but uh, we got we got you covered for what's gonna what it's gonna look like this weekend. And, and you know, you know what's weird about that? It doesn't seem like we're gonna have Friday morning motivation. What are we gonna have, Jack? We're gonna have Thursday morning motivation, and it's pretty good this week. So um, I don't know why this has been on my mind uh, <laughs> lately, but here's the saying: Shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. This week in Starkville, I've seen the moon really, really big, really bright. Outside our window right now, we can see it. Right outside the studio. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just, that's, that's, that's my motivation for the week. Dream big, shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you land among the stars. I mean, I could, I could make an argument that right now we are among the stars. You could. <laughs> I could also make an argument that you could shoot for the stars and you could land among the moon. Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean... It, any way you want to take it, go for it. Whether it's studying for a test, like shoot for the hundred, even if you miss, you land among the seventies, um, or baseball, you know, yeah, which is actually what we're going to be talking about this week. Swing for the home run, you may fly out with bases loaded. You may ground into a double play. Dude, That's no one on our team would do that, especially not our seniors. Thanks, Rowdy and TA. <laughs> Woo! Good weekend from both of them, and. Another thing, uh, the March Madness Bracket Challenge. It's coming down to the yeah. wire. It just came down to a two-horse race. Yeah. Brooks and Drew Robinson. Yeah. So all the people who pick Gonzaga are behind Brooks. Mm. Uh, if Gonzaga wins, Brooks wins, and we're all behind them. But if Baylor pulls it out, Drew Robinson can win the Bracket Challenge somehow. Yeah. I mean, it's Brooks. Brooks talked to me today, and he said that this was the best bracket of his life. So if he ends up losing, yeah, he's really he's really holding out for uh, Gonzaga's perfect season to stay alive, and so am I. I mean, I'm I, I hope I don't have I'm really glad I don't have to give a cowboy to myself. Uh, <laughs> so I'm perfectly happy being in second place. But. Yeah. Okay, so we didn't have a midweek, and nope. kind of, kind of that's why we're here. So we only have one game to talk about, and it was a big one. Yeah. And there weren't a lot of positives. Of game one of this series. Yeah. But but what were some of them? <laughs> Alright, so walking into a packed Duty Noble field, one of the best feelings in the world. Mm-hmm. And I got to do that on Friday night for the first time this year. Felt incredible. Um, and that's about where the fun stopped. <laughs> I got a ball. You did get a ball. Yeah, so I've been trying to figure out how to do pitches that I'll never throw in my life all yeah. weekend. So, yeah, it's a good time. How'd you get the ball? Did you catch it? I mean, I'm sure it was like this over the yeah, shoulder. Yeah, you, you know, like, cool catch, probably a home run, maybe even a foul tip. Got it up there. Uh, no, um, I was late, I was late to the game because Sarah had a <laughs> choir concert. I was walking up and there was just a ball sitting in between the dude and the hump, so. There we go. I got ball. <laughs> But like we said, that is where the fun stopped for us on, on Friday night because the first inning, Arkansas, started with their second hitter. Uh, he hit a home run. Next guy hit a home run. And then two batters later, that guy hit a home run. So three home runs in the first inning for Christian McLeod. Um, it's not a good start of a game. Not a good start of a series. It really did kind of set the tone, too. Um, and we were uh, we were not ready to, for that punch to be thrown. No, so. we were not. 
It, it kind of felt like in football season when the first play was a pick six yeah. against them. Like, yeah. Or, like, you just walk into this stadium, like, picture 2014 Auburn, uh, Davis Wade Stadium. It's like Auburn receives the kickoff and just runs it back. You know, like, <laughs> that's how you take the energy out of a crowd for that game and for that series. And I'm not saying the, the energy of the Saturday series energy. Yeah. I mean, the Saturday game. Yeah. Wow. But. Yeah. But talking about Friday, though, it really looked like, I mean, I think it was 4 to nothing after the fourth inning. All four of the runs were on solo shots, uh, which is crazy. You know, four home runs. Got the Yankees out here. Yeah. <laughs> and two of them were by one player, a guy named Christian Franklin, who I didn't know existed until this weekend, but now I know that he runs Mississippi. He is he is our mayor. Um, yeah. The mayor of Mississippi. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh, after the fourth inning, it looked like we really did kind of wave the white flag and just say, hey, maybe we'll get them in another game because we didn't throw any of our huge names in the bullpen. Yeah, we threw out Simmons, Chase Patrick, Self. Uh, prayers up for Riley Self. Hope yeah. he heals well. Um, Cam Teller and Carmucci. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and, none of those are our premier guys. I mean, when you think of the guys that we I mean, are going to roll out there on a normal weekend, you think of Brandon Smith, Carlisle Kessler, uh, Landon Sims, it's not not these guys, but I mean we were, we were down and we didn't show any signs of life uh, offensively or. Um, that was an ugly game. So it was it was just bad. I mean we just got we got out hit completely. Yeah, and it seemed going on the Saturday like we responded very very well to yeah. it. Uh, but first was, first inning really was just one of those classic. I, first I just three feel innings like when <laughs> yeah I mean when Mississippi State is like really clicking it's just like double after single after double after single and you can just call them yeah i mean like i mean you looked at me and said all right lotan's going down the line and he <laughs> smoked a ball down the line got a double and we were up three to nothing after the first inning and the, the dude was rocking again mm-hmm. and so it was almost like okay like this is this is our team this is this is what we can do and uh yesterday was just an off day and will bedner looked incredible on the mound for the first what four innings mm-hmm. and then errors just, I mean, what what plagued us early on in the year, you know, losing games to, to Tulane or whoever, you know, just playing not playing clean, came back it's to haunt us again. Yeah, there was a fly ball in center field. Rowdy Jordan dropped, and you can blame it on the sun, you can blame it on the clouds, but he's a three-year starter as an outfielder in the SEC. Like, you yeah. have to make the. You've catch. played with the gray sky before. Yeah, you <laughs> have to make the catch, and um, that one that allowed one run to score. Obviously, or ultimately, not a big inning there. But then there was a drop pop fly in left, or shallow left between Forsyth, I guess Brayland and Cam. Cam that absolutely killed us. I mean that that allowed a really big inning to happen, uh, where Christian Franklin, the mayor of Mississippi, <laughs> hit another home run, and it was just it was bad from there. Yeah, uh, Bedner was about to be out of the inning with like 55 pitches, and then he ended up getting up like 75. Yeah, it was ugly. It was it was terrible. Um, it was written all over it once we saw that that ball dropped and Franklin was coming in, yeah. and we got him in that count. Another one of those, you know, an easy prediction to make. Christian Franklin was not missing anything that at bat, um, but you just feel bad for Bedner there because for four innings he really did hold the number one team in the country in check, and then mm-hmm. you know a couple of misplays in the outfield and in the shallow left field there just just killed us. And then Arkansas brought in their reliever. And- Oh my gosh! My for four goodness. innings, his slider just made our guys look stupid. I mean, not 
not competitive at all after anyone. No, I mean <laughs> the the guy I'm thinking of, or I think Hatcher and Forsyth looked terrible against him. But Lotan I mean, always looks terrible against a slider as yeah, well. Yeah, you put Lotan on a fastball, he's killing it. But anything else, it's just he looks pedestrian. Um, there actually was a rain delay in this game, but not not the same kind of magic as uh, <laughs> as we saw Elijah McNamee have in the Tallahassee Regional. Um, they did keep their same reliever in the game, and just like Florida State did, they kept the same pitcher in the game in that in that regional, but uh, not the same luck this time. Yeah, could not turn that game around. Uh, one thing we forgot to talk about is uh, Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith had his first bad outing of the year. He, yeah, he really did. Um, was it was it more walks or hits? I can't really remember. It was it, just he was missing. It was off. Yeah, like high walks. Yeah, that was a spot in the game. The game is still in reach. I think at the time it was like five to five to four, five mm-hmm. to three, something like that. Um, I really think at that moment you put Landon Sims in, a guy who gets strikeouts, not a guy who's going to pitch to contact. Uh, and Gale Force wins out to right. Yeah. Uh, put a guy like Landon Sims in there, and I, and I was glad that we did have him on Sunday, but in a spot where you're still competitive in the game and still competitive in the series, I think you have to go with your best arm out of the pen. But you'd have to assume Brandon Smith yeah, has, I mean, hasn't I mean, yeah. let off an earned run. Yeah, I mean, we, You'd expect him to be able to. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was weird. Said, like, knowing what we know now, obviously Landon seems like the better move. We had no, we've never seen Brandon this bad. Yeah. And so that, I guess that makes more sense, but... I just it, feel like you have to both go with of a, us wanted Landon. Yeah, I, yeah, you have to go with a guy that's more strikeout prone. It, it felt like the whole stadium also wanted Landon. Yeah, I mean, uh, you see Brandon Smith. That's probably the first time I've been disappointed to see Brandon Smith come out of the pen. But I, I'm pretty sure the situation. It might have been Kessler that came in with bases loaded, no outs. Yeah, but Kess- I think the the whole before that it was yeah, all Brandon. Yeah, the person but, that got us in the jam was Brandon. So. And then Kessler came out, mm-hmm. let up one run out of the bases loaded. Yeah. With no outs, I think that was a pretty good. Uh, Kessler looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't look the part uh, Sunday game of the LSU series, but he he did all right. I mean, he mm-hmm. he lived up to what we what we thought he could do in the Arkansas series and really held them uh, to minimal damage there in that inning. Yeah, and then moving forward to Sunday, so the series is already lost, uh, trying to avoid the sweep, and we bring Fristo out there. Finally, got that job back from Sarantola, <laughs> and he was he really was good. Yeah, he, he was fine. Um, you had kind of this feeling like he made it through the lineup one time without any hits. Um, you're like, okay, this Arkansas lineup's probably about to touch him, and they did. Uh, Will Goodhart, I think is his name, SEC Player of the Week. He had a home run in every game this series, and uh, so he hit one first pitch of the fourth inning. And um, from there, you could say that it was downhill, but really, um, that wouldn't have been that big of an inning. We would have gone into the to the break, I think, like or into that half of an inning, like down one to nothing mm-hmm. but then a really big error by cam james he he can't knock a ball down and then he finally gets it and makes a bad throw to first mm-hmm. and it ultimately allowed like four runs to score in that inning yeah uh, uh, bad things snowball with this team yeah. it seems in innings yeah and uh, like earlier in the season we win with our big innings and, and now it seems like we lose with our big innings yeah and just like we lose with these beginnings, Arkansas is going to take everything that you give them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're not a team that wastes opportunities. If they had a guy on base, even a guy on first, I mean, they had a triple by their second baseman. That Arkansas scored a guy was first. such as advertised. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. I did not expect their bats. That's kind of what people were thinking the LSU was going to be like. Yeah. But this was something else. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So we talked about the big error from Cam, um, but our bullpen, uh, just like we had talked about with with Brandon Smith in the Saturday game, kind of kind of the complete opposite with Harding and uh, Landon. They mm-hmm. they were just as advertised. We finally got to see Harding come out of the bullpen. Um, we've seen it was good like, having something else. Yeah. We have all these big fastball hurlers, and I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, we have all these guys that throw 95, and we trot these guys out." I don't care if, yeah. the, if the 95. Only person that we didn't see this weekend that I really want to see is uh, Preston Johnson after the LSU series. I thought he'd get a little bit more work, but yeah. he just didn't. Maybe there just wasn't a situation for him uh, to come up. But I did read something on Twitter, so we talked about, the, um, or what was talked about, is that Mississippi State is a very elite pitching style where it's, it's a lot like the major leagues where you pitch up in the zone mm-hmm. and you just rely on velocity. And so you hear about our guys that do have 95-plus stuff. I mean, that's, that's what we're trying to do is trying to blow them away with stuff high in the zone. And an elite hitting team like Arkansas is not going to let that fly. I mean, you miss your spot even by half a ball. Half a, yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're going to take advantage and they're going to, tank it right mm-hmm. uh that i mean keeping it up in the zone really stops people from getting launch angle i guess um but weird baseball analytics <laughs> it didn't work this series <laughs> i think we're we're still good i mean i know we're talking a lot about the negatives because on paper it looked like a lot of negatives mm-hmm. but in reality you look at it and you're we waved the white flag in game one they, they just beat us out the gate on that one game two should have won it, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, quality start. What I'm saying is a quality start. It's not going to look like it on paper. Quality start for Bedner. Quality um, start for our offense. Yeah. felt good. And then we just let stuff get out of hand. Yeah. And then on Sunday, we had our opportunity late in the game in the 7th and the ninth. Yeah. And, and the seniors, in a double plays. The seniors didn't step up. Yeah. And I know... It doesn't mean anything for us to say, we should have won this, we should have won that. Um, but, I mean, honestly, you play clean baseball. You're competitive in those games. It's it's not like the score looks. Yeah, I mean, you play clean baseball, and this series, it looks a lot different. I mean, uh, and even if we do get swept, I feel like people aren't jumping ship. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Some fans, or most fans probably will. I don't know. I don't know. I the reaction to losing the Sunday against LSU game was almost worse than the <laughs> getting slept by Arkansas for some yeah. reason. So if you if you can hear this this trend with me and Hunter, we we don't think that Mississippi State is the worst team in the country. No, uh, we're top we, ten. We did drop down to number eight in the rankings, which was well deserved. I think um, didn't expect to be top five because there are some good teams in this country, good great teams in the conference, um, but great teams in the state. Yeah, our Ole Miss is really good at baseball. Um, yeah, I was about to say Jackson State's great, <laughs> but uh, we're go- we're going to be a good team moving forward. Uh, somebody put on Twitter like we've seen this movie before, starting off a little little slow, and as soon as we can, you know, play clean baseball, which probably is a lot easier said than done. You know, <laughs> uh, I hope it hope it comes sooner rather than later. Uh, and as soon as we can start stringing some hits together, and and Rowdy and Ta and Hatch come alive, this team is going to be still be really fun to watch. And the pitching. Um, might not have looked great this weekend, but it's because we're playing the best offensive team in the country. Yeah. So. <laughs> but moving forward, let's let's move move forward out of this big weekend of negativity. Um, let's move forward to Kentucky. Okay. What are um, looking like? Kentucky's pitching staff is almost all righties, mm-hmm. so we get a little bit of an advantage with yeah. our bats. Yeah, I mean, our, it looks like our we can entire, get Brayland in there. Yeah, uh, it looks like our entire batting lineup every game is just lefty 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 switch 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 lefty lefty lefty. yeah um 
And we also something we didn't talk about from the Saturday game against Arkansas, Braylon Skinner, he had been the starting left fielder, but he got hit in the knee. And so Lamontis has said that he's day to day, but should be back this weekend. Yeah. And so especially with a with a right-handed pitching uh, rotation for them, looks like he, he, we'll he should be the guy. But someone who had a good weekend that we didn't talk about, Brad, Brad. Humbus, yeah, uh, five hundred. He had he hit a ball out of the infield one time, and had four hits. So um, biggest guy on the team is legging is legging out <laughs> infield hits, and uh, so really good to see him. That was my guy when I predicted who the left fielder was going to be. That was who I predicted. Um, just because, I mean, it's, it's a... I mean, did we want Drew McGowan? There's only <laughs> there's only three <laughs> options. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, for the sake of content, I had to say something different than you, Are you right? picking Kite? You could have picked that, Kite. That, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> he must be career, so bad at fielding. <laughs> career pinch hitter. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so, back to Friday. What you got? Um, I actually, Thursday. we have a few more. We Thursday. have a few more. Um, Kentucky has the second lowest ERA in mm-hmm. the SEC. Yeah. That's something. Feels like it. Very weak non-conference schedule. They're, they didn't go play in this Globe Life tournament against Texas, Texas Tech, them. But, yeah. Yeah, their second baseman, Austin Schultz, um, is stealing. He will steal. He, he is stealing. Um, I is believe he is, believe he is 13 for 13 on steals this year. Yeah, and and something more impressive than that is the team is 33 for 33. They have not been caught stealing one time this year. I mean, neither Um, have I. I I haven't been caught stealing. I can say the same for me. Look at us, not caught stealing. (laughs) But I can also say they have not faced uh, Logan Tanner yet. So... Gonna be really. I mean, he he's got to be he's got to be on his game. I mean, it, even in his like warm like when the pitcher's warming up and he just throws down to second right before the inning starts, he just looks like a good catcher. Then like mm-hmm. you see some other catchers kind of rainbow it in. You know, just let's mail this one in. Logan Tanner just slings it from his knees like he's perfect so every good. single time. It so looks good. effortless, and I've never really noticed a catcher do that before. Um, so we'll see if uh, if that effortless uh, manner continues against Kentucky, and we can finally get them caught stealing. Okay, and uh, so tonight's game, uh, McLeod versus Ryan Hagenow. Hagenow is usually their midweek starter. Mm -hmm. Um, He's kind of getting thrown to the wolves. Well, I mean, we don't bat much, so like... (laughs) Thrown to the sheep? (laughs) Bulldogs? (laughs) French Bulldogs? (laughs) Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, um... I hope McLeod can have a good outing. Uh, Kentucky's a good hitting team. Yeah, they have a good pitching staff. I don't know how good Page now is. He hasn't played much. Yeah, quality opponents, but I mean he could be good. Yeah, so Kentucky is doing that strategy, you know, of moving their um, or keeping their their starters the exact same. You know, keeping them from uh, if there's a Friday starter, he's going to start on Friday, even though the series starts on Thursday. Lamonis has said that we're just keeping our rotation the exact same, moving everybody up a day. And, um, Don't worry, McLeod didn't get many pitches in Friday. Yeah, it might have might as well have just been a bullpen <laughs> session. So, um, but just two differences there between the strategies of head coaches. Uh, I guess that's just Kentucky wanting the best chance to win. You know, the last two games of the series. So. Yeah, um, and then on Saturday, I mean on Friday, when we get Bender versus Colstup. Uh, Colstup is their ace. Normal mm-hmm. uh, Friday guy. <laughs> it feels. Like a broken record, uh, saying that the second game of the series is going to be a pitcher's duel, 
and uh, at least that's how I'm feeling about it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was against LSU, and for the first five innings against Arkansas, it was a pitcher's duel. Um, so I think it's going to continue to be, you know, hopefully, especially this weekend. And then uh, Saturday has a little bit of fun. We get uh, Fristo versus Zach Lee, mm-hmm. and I-, I was looking through Fristo's Instagram and. Fristo was committed to Kentucky in baseball. Yeah. Uh, from Kentucky, uh, all I can assume. I didn't actually look up where he was from. Yeah. A few of his pictures were in Kentucky. I, I'm going to take the guess and say he's from Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Who else would con- commit to Kentucky baseball? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it should be really fun for Fristo. Maybe some of his family will be there. Who knows? Um, but definitely a, maybe a little bit more of a personal game for him. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we'll continue to see good Fristo. So. Yeah. And um, you listened to the Lamona's interview. Yeah. Uh, will you break down what he said about our pitching rotation and kind of how we're going to be doing our bullpen? Yeah. So he just uh, basically said that we're going to keep everything the same, like I said, with the pitching rotation. And then he said he's basically going to treat this like it's starting on a Friday. You know, um, McLeod, Bedner, Fristo, and then our bullpen guys are going to be the exact same. So I'm assuming um, Brandon Smith will still be available for, you know, to back up McLeod if need be. Um, Didn't you say something about Sims pitching in all three games? Oh, I did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was just talking about his ideal situation. You know, he, he really believes in these three starters. Obviously, they're SEC starters. Uh, so he's, he thinks that, you know, from McLeod to Fristo, all three of those guys, they can get um, – six innings mm-hmm. and then you have a setup guy in each three games and he said that ideally he would have Landon Sims be the closer in all three games uh, I did completely forget about that but that seems like best case scenario which yeah. I get you're not going to get every weekend but if we could see that if you can get that against, two games? against Kentucky like I mean Kentucky's not a bottom feeder by any means they just swept Auburn but I mean you feel like if you're going to do it against anybody in this first couple series it's going to be Kentucky Yeah. and so you'd hope to Hope to get this ideal situation out there at one point. So, okay, um, I think that's all we have for this. Um, yep. So, let's do standout players again since it worked out so well for us last time. Hey, I don't know what you're talking about. Ta <laughs> did have a pretty good weekend. Yeah, he had a home run. I, I did predict him to have two home runs, and I predicted us to win two games. So I predicted us um, a sweep. I have a theory that uh, co- that the baseball gods believe that last year happened and we swept Arkansas at home. Mm-hmm. And now it's confused because that year didn't happen. So now every year it's going to be the away team sweeping. Speaking of weird uh, sports things like that, so does this feel at all right now? No, like, I don't want to talk like about Like the LSU <laughs> beating them first week and then... Just getting outplayed by Arkansas. Oh my god, I just realized, remember at the end of the Arkansas game, when we had a chance to come back mm-hmm. at the end? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we only put up two runs this so weekend. So we turn around and bat for them. Mm-hmm. And, and then, <laughs> so if we only score two runs in this entire series. If we wild pitch them all in. We, we might not have a season anymore. We might not have a podcast anymore. Uh, we may be cursed. Yeah. Uh, and we may have predicted this and put this on ourselves. So sorry for that if that happens. But standout players for the series <laughs> coming up. Um, I'm going to go really bold here and say that Rowdy Jordan gets out of this quicksand that he's been in all year and gets out of this big slump, and he's going to have a huge weekend. Think he'll get the first base? I think so. Wow. And not just running out of double play either. <laughs> that, that's bold. Um, I'm going to say since they're throwing all righties, uh, 
maybe, maybe some Brayland. Okay. Uh, I'd like to see it. Big it Brayland may happen. Guy. Big Brayland guy. If, if not him, if he's still injured, I'll, I'll take me another one. And I, I'll go Logan Tanner. Okay. I like it. I feel like it may be fun. Um, and I know this didn't really work out for us last time. <sighs> As it always seems like. Um, what's your predictions for the Kentucky series? Alright. Um, I definitely take us on Friday. Uh, just because, I mean, they're throwing their midweek guy at us. I think that that'll be a good start to the series. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that they're going to, I think we're going to really set the tone there, uh, touch that touch that uh, first day, and then that's just going to set the tone. We're going to get a sweep. So you say sweep. Mm-hmm. Um, for the sake of content, um, I'm going to say it's just like football season. This is going to be the most humiliating loss of the season. So, um, if, I mean, if either of us are right, I mean, we got it right, mm-hmm. and if neither of us are right, we went one and two, yeah. <laughs> or two and one, so like, worst case scenario, we, we win a game. We still win a game, yeah. Uh, so you're going to say that we get swept? Yeah, I'm going to say that we get swept, and... I don't like that at all. No, I'm just doing it because <laughs> it's kind of playing up like football season. Yeah. All right. Uh, going no back fun. to going back to my rowdy pick though, um, I didn't mean to say too much bad about him from the Arkansas series. He was he really bad. Deserves he, he was really bad, and, I, and I'm um, not try, also trying not trying to defend that. But um, he is a really good leader on this team, and he has been. Um, I mean, he's been to Omaha twice with this team, and I think that you know we're gonna see real the home rowdy. run celebration is cool we're gonna see real rowdy uh closer on me as we get to, towards the end of this year and into sec play for good um and i think it starts this weekend this is gonna be a huge weekend for him uh, i'd like another thing i'd like to see from this game i'd like to see lane Forsythe actually be competitive with sec pitching yeah hasn't, still still great defensively but hasn't looked very good i, I mean we've faced great pitchers yeah. so far so. so maybe friday night you know facing this midweek guy for kentucky Maybe he gets... You know, we'll probably get a perfect game thrown on us. <laughs> He's going to look like a Cy Young winner. So. <laughs> All right, but like I said, that is going to be it for the Kentucky series. And, you know, I'm excited to see us bounce back. It should be really You good. mean get swept? <laughs> I mean, all these players are posting score. on Instagram like, all right, don't let the, let the highs get too high, the lows get too low. So let's the see lows, how low this can go. <laughs> Play limbo right now. <laughs> okay, um, I, I think it's time. For our favorite part, Instagram questions. One day we're going to get a sound effect for that. I doubt it. Okay, so number one from Drew Robinson. Uh, you can tell he, he likes uh, hearing about himself. Um, mm-hmm. Can I get an update on the March Madness Bracket Challenge? Already happened. <laughs> okay, Drew. We're, we're, you are one of the I'm rooting the for you. I'm rooting for you, Brooks. So Wow. Things can go both ways here. Okay, and then Brooks... Uh, what do we need to do to recover? Um, just really play clean baseball, uh, clean in the field, and then just start stringing some hits together. You know, not really too much of. I mean, I'm not saying that the season is over because we got swept by Arkansas, so you don't have to completely change the dynamic of your team. Just have a few things bounce your way, and honestly, you're still a top ten team. Okay, and then a follow up. Uh, was this weekend a must lose situation to keep us humble? I would much rather this happen the second SEC weekend than, you know, in a super regional or or 
Omaha. I mean, obviously, um, Arkansas had a punch in the mouth when they played Alabama. You know, the first their first game, they got beat sixteen to one, and they were able to bounce back. Obviously, I think they're still high from it. <laughs> they've won five SEC games since, and I think seven games total since then. Um, so they're fine. And I'm not saying that we are Arkansas, but I'd like know, to be. Yeah, I would too. I like home runs. But <laughs> we got punched in the mouth, and uh, this is our weekend to prove that we can recover from it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we take care of business the rest of the season. Yeah, we'll be where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Not saying that we're the team of destiny. <laughs> I'm just saying we are exactly where we're supposed to be. We have surefire determination. We... <laughs> when someone needs a hit. <laughs> We'll find a barrel. Yeah. All right. But I do have one question for you. So um, how much of Rowdy being bad is it going to take or would it take for a Brad and Brayland outfield? Okay. So easiest thing is Brayland needs to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, to pull a guy like Rowdy, and and I've been kind of hard on Rowdy. Yeah. during the game, I, I was I was very upset with Rowdy. Yeah. A few, I can't believe you, Rowdies. <laughs> Dang, I wish we had two runners on right now, Rowdy. <laughs> um, yeah, a few of those came out. Um, you have to think, since he's such a streaky hitter his whole uh, career, that um, he will come back eventually. Yeah, and Lamonis has said that time and time again, like, I mean... But he says that about Hatcher when Hatcher's actually hitting the ball really hard. Rowdy's just not. And I know it's looking like worse than Lane, but like, yeah, it's so weird. But the things that keep me not going for Rowdy, obviously, are his leadership and the fact that he's been there. And he has been a streaky hitter for his career, so you just expect it to come around at some point. But he really does have some good at bats when he walks. He he has one of the best eyes on the team. You know, I feel like when he's good, when he's when he's really good, you know. And so, it's it's those kind of things that really keep me like, okay, Rowdy definitely needs to be in yeah, this lineup. Yeah, it's, it's right Rowdy. Now. It's Rowdy. Yeah, but then he drops a fly ball that Two would get us out of the week, inning, didn't he? <sighs> it, so, it was a weird one for Rowdy. Yeah. Well, all right. So I think that's going to do it for the Instagram questions, and I really think that's going to do it for the podcast as well. So um, honestly, I hope it's going to be a, a pretty weekend. If we get swept, time. don't expect us to come back. <laughs> we are going to go three and seven and have a fight in the SEC tournament to end the season, right? That's how football went. So um, I hope everybody has a great Easter weekend. I hope we uh, are back with you guys next week talking about a sweep uh, of, of us sweeping Kentucky. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's what I think is going to happen. But um, honestly, until then, uh, hope you guys have a great Easter, like I said, and see you then. Merry Easter. Merry Easter, everybody. I literally said it.